you've already freeze. Welcome back. Yeah, my internet's just taking a shit right off the rip. That's awesome. It'll be fine. That's awesome. It'll be fine. It's perfect. perfect. Why not? Uh, welcome back to the night shift, Hollow Cult. Glad to see you all here again. Um, hope everybody's week's going well. Halfway there. Worst half's over. It's all downhill from here. All downhill. Let's hope so. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst could happen in two days, right? <laughs> A lot in our industry. That is true. That is true. Um, just creeping through the chat. And it is already firing off. Good. Wow. Wow. Anyway, hope everybody's doing good. Another wonderful wild week. We did an interview yesterday that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that should be releasing pretty quick. Monday, probably. Very interesting paranormal encounters that this uh, person had. It was it was pretty cool. The more we tried to talk about it, the less that the entities let us talk about it. We had some massive technical issues last night. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. Oh man, what's up, Paranormal Trucker? Glad to see you in here. Everybody like and subscribe on the old YouTube setup uh Notifications, that's the word I'm looking for. Notifications. I just texted Tony. Maybe he'll pop in here. Busy man. He is a busy man, but busy he man. is making me LOL. So <laughs> even if he doesn't, it was his comments remind me of you and me. I'll have to tell you off the internet because it's not internet worthy. Oh, internet appropriate or internet worthy? appropriate yeah but it's funny it made me it made me lull yeah so did you i had someone send this to me the other day and i thought it was fantastic and it also made me mad because i wish it was you and me that would have found it but i'm gonna go ahead and pop this up so everybody can see it because it's pretty epic you see this? Oh, what? No, in, that ain't real, bro. Yeah, in Illinois. That ain't fucking real. It has to be real, right? Bro, look at the date. What's the date? I didn't see it. April 1st. Oh, sons of bitches. I was I was all in until it was Pisaw Creek, and I said, no fucking way. Do you know how awesome that would have been? Yes. I was looking when you had it down here, and I'm like, where in the hell is that? Because I didn't hear anything about it. I saw Pisaw Creek, and I'm like, no way. I wish it was real then. That's disappointing. What a bunch of turds. I was excited. I should have just let you run with it. You should have, because I want to find a sub. Well, then again, I'm not getting in the sub. I'd have to have you get in the sub. Game on. With uh, Somehow we'd have to rig up a live GoPro so I could watch. Me in the sub, 
Yeah, you in the sub. But then again, you're probably not going to see squat in that river. No. Because that, that river is always dirt and Lord knows what else. It is gross. It is filthy. Me and Ev went fishing at Paisa Harbor a couple of years ago, and the same night we left, somebody got stabbed. What? Am I allowed to say that on YouTube? I mean, you just did. Whoops. But, yeah, that happened. That's not very good. No. I didn't get stabbed. So Yeah, I would have heard about that story. It's whatever. Didn't catch any fish either, but... Sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail, right? 90% of the time, you're the nail. Uh, Let me think here. Trying to think. Anything weird that I saw going on? Somebody sent me a bunch of old... Kind of like what you you hit on. um, Like from the lost civilizations, things that aren't supposed to be here. Oh, yeah. And it it was pretty wild. Like there was a massive footprint in the side of a a mountain i mean it was huge i bet it was every bit of three feet long it was ridiculous absolutely massive and then there was a old pickaxe like fossilized in rock all types of really cool stuff and i love seeing that stuff yeah that uh that pickaxe is probably the london hammer maybe i don't know which uh that's pretty pretty wild. I got that in the the episode that I started writing, um, which is in the log with all the other episodes. I look at uh, that. <laughs> look at that. Guess who's here? The big dog himself. Look at that. Hey, thanks, Tony. I love I love how you applied taxes. Nineteen ninety nine. That's awesome. Appreciate Welcome, love, brother man. Welcome. Hope your uh, Bigfoot expedition went swimmingly, my friend. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely jelly, because I want to be able to go find cool stuff. Yeah. Same. Same. Uh, Which we need to buy cameras so we can get out there and do that shit. Yeah, we're getting there. We got to get... Shit squared away. You know how it I is. Know. I'm a rusher, though. That is true. I just go full throttle or not at all. <laughs> that is factual. Oh, I got some I got some new books, so we can talk about that for a little bit. Let's go. They're going to be backwards, but I got this book on the occult. So I'm going to read it. I don't know how that's going to go, but whatever. You said it was backwards. Was it backwards? Is it backwards? Is it forwards? Is it supposed to be the Nolia? Yeah, that's it. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. I just want to make sure. (laughs) I'm really good at foreign language. If anybody didn't know that, he is. He's fluent in every language ever created past, present, future, non existent. All of it. All of it. I got this uh, good old book from dr gallagher if you listen to the i'm excited Exorcist files they interview him on there i'm excited for that so i'm pretty stoked on that so get ready for I that did, i did reach out to try to get a legend onto the show 
A legend, huh? Yeah, but it's totally not going to work. But I tried. I'm the Hail Mary is thrown. I went ahead and reached out to Jesse Ventura. <laughs> that was not the route that I thought it was going to go. Why not? Right? Why not? I tried, to get, Mar- I tried to get Marilyn Manson on, but apparently he's too busy. Did he didn't respond back? No. Neither did Gold Dust. Neither did. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't, don't take us very serious. We are probably the most serious professional paranormal investigators in the business right now. Yeah. Those were the words I was looking for. Thanks for swooping in on that one. <laughs> when you when you got it, you got it, you know. Man, I see paranormal trucker comment in there. It makes me it makes me reminisce back to that last episode I did on skinwalkers because there was an awesome story in there about a dude. He was a truck driver and they were, they were trying to rush him to get to California or some shit. And they're like, Hey, this is their route. We got you on. And he's like, I'm never going to make it. He's like, there's only one way I'm going to make it. And the boss is like, well, if you, if you just turn off, if your GPS and your phone just happens to stop working, I'm not going to ask any questions. And then basically conversation just died because he did just that. And he drove right through Navajo nation. And he ends up, I'll try to summarize it. He ends up just royally pissing off a skinwalker. And this (laughs) thing like, like, I don't even know what you would describe it as just like werewolf mode. Jumps on his truck, all types of shit, man. It was it was an awesome story. He ends up he does end up making it through Navajo Nation and delivering the load, making it his bonus. So there's a silver lining to the end of it, but it was it's a it's a wild ride. Yeah, I wouldn't be that stoked to be chased by a skinwalker. No, Honestly. I don't. I don't think it would be that fun because realistically we're not outrunning it. So no, maybe just staying ahead of it. Is that outrunning it? Yeah, that's definitely, if you're staying ahead of it, that technically. Yeah. 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 I think your math is a little off there. Either or. Right. Tomato, tomato. Same difference. So what's 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 some weird stuff we got going on? Anybody? Anything? Anything? I saw uh, Eric from Uncomfortable popped in here. Eric, are you still in here? If you are, bro, I'm gonna ask your permission to do your little uh, remote viewing uh, experiment that you got going on in your Discord. If you guys aren't over in the Uncomfortable Discord. Go over there and check it out. He does these awesome remote viewing uh, experiments, challenges, I guess. And they really piqued my interest. So I was going to do one tonight. I was hoping he would jump in here so we can, uh, I can, you know, ask the permission now that I'm not mowing his lawn or anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he is in there. And FOF, I don't know that I have heard of Skinwalkers and Cherokee Nation. Unless I've kind of skimmed over it and just didn't catch it because sometimes that happens. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm super fascinated by the subject. Because the more I learn about it, the more the more it just kind of consumes my thought process. Because there's so much there's so much lore, which, you know, like in high school, I was always a big fan of mythology and stuff. And like that that plays into it. And it's just, I don't know, it just it just kind of hits different for me. You know, because we have a lot of paranormal stuff that I guess I it, it's probably a lack of knowledge, you know, like Bigfoot or even ghosts for the most part, like they don't have that same, to my knowledge, they don't really have the same type of background story as like skinwalkers and Wendigo and the gin and, and maybe they do. And I just haven't looked deep enough, but I don't know. It's, and it might just play to my, my fascination too, you know? I get like that with stuff. I get like hyper fixated on it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's weird how that happens, but it was funny. I don't know if I said this last time or not, but it was funny. We were, when we were driving out to Arizona to my sister's house, uh, the entire, the entire drive out there, my wife just kept talking about skinwalkers, 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 skinwalkers. I'm like, you do realize the more you talk about them, the more manifesting that shit, the more you attract their attention. And she's like, Oh, seriously? And I'm like, I mean, that's what they say. I'm I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but that's what they say. And she's like, I guess I'll shut up now. Whoops. It, it was funny. It was funny for what it was. I've never been out that way that far. I've been to Wyoming, been to Colorado, uh, South Dakota, but Never that far into the Southwest. It's cool, man. I'm sure we'll make a trip out there one of these days. Yeah. I'm hoping to make it out there. We go to the Badlands. Uh, that was pretty awesome. It was pretty. I mean, it was looking out across it. It doesn't even look real. All right. What the hell is this? I've never heard of that. Hmm. Never heard of it. Me either. Virgil, I'm stoked. I am absolutely stoked about this. Um, I did get to see being in, in the click. I, I did get to see the trailer way, way early. Um, and I was excited. Like I, I watched the trailer and it was, it had me excited. Because there were there were a lot of, uh, I did see a lot of the stories, like sections of the stories and stuff, and I was like, man, this is, this has got me excited. So I am, I am really excited to, to sit down and watch it whenever it comes out. Yeah, it looked the trailer that I watched looks excellently produced. Yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked. It looks awesome, man. And like I said, it's right in my alley. I love that that type of stuff. And the one the one I wish there was more on. I wish there was more on the Wendigo out there. 
it just that one's so elusive like finding really solid information on it you know and it's just another one that i'm i'm ultra fixated on and fascinated with yeah there's just so much i don't know man there's so much stuff out there that i feel like i won't ever get to learn about <laughs> yeah i feel that because there uh, is there's there's just so much the Dylan's in here said the Devil's Tower was pretty rad too. That was rad. Um, whole different energy at that place. I bet. I, I believe that was in my last episode too, where they had the dimensional skinwalkers. Yeah, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. So my plan is not to change the subject, but I saw us kind of getting up at numbers is when we hit a hundred in the chat, I'll do this remote viewing experiment again, full credit to this goes to Eric and the uncomfortable podcast. He does this quite a bit on his discord. If you are not in there, do be in there. Just go do it. Hang out. He does a campfire session pretty much every Friday where he just has a whole bunch of people in there and it's a whole big think tank and it's it's awesome if you're not part of it you're missing out and you should be part of it so when we hit 100 i will show you guys this yellow envelope and uh i'll hold it up for like a minute you can get a read on it and then at the end of the show people can put their guesses in as to what i have on in this envelope yeah i don't even know what it is thieves brought it's this uh, it's a, it's a picture of some kind. You can't tell people. No, but I mean, they're not going to guess. I mean, they got to guess what's on it, all right? Well, now they know it's a picture. Well, it's not a, it's not a fucking tennis shoe. Well, obviously. <laughs> I'm just eliminating some of the things that it could be. It's not a microwave. Could be. It's not a Buick. Are you sure? Concern. Pretty sure. Maybe you've got some new quantum tech. Unless it was in there, unless it was in the envelope before I put the object into the envelope. Okay. That makes sense. I'm glad we cleared that up. Uh, Someone said Devil's Tower was a giant tree stump. I saw that as well. What are your thoughts on that theory? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Does it look like a tree stump? Kind of. Kind of. But. I mean, where, where are all the other giant trees hidden in the basement of the Smithsonian? I mean, I like the idea. I actually Could love be. the idea. Personally. Could be. But I don't know. I see it. I see it pop up every once in a while, and then people show all these other like evidence of giant trees. But. I just don't feel like the planet's that big to have supported th- trees that are thousands of feet tall. What are your thoughts on Godzilla? No. Mm. Two part. Two part. On Tupac? Christian. No, not Tupac. He rips. Oh, copy. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the recent, I guess, it, I don't know if it'd be the news. On there being a mothership in our solar system. Oh, I did see that. 
where the I think that hit mainstream. Yeah. Was it I can't remember who the hell said it. I, I want to say I think the, the okay. I don't remember who reported on it, but I think they said the Pentagon came out and said that there might be a mothership in our solar system. Yeah, he was kind of tongue in cheek about it when he said it. If you listen to the clip, kind of like might be, but not just the fact that he used that verbiage and put that out to the masses is sus. Right. And it's almost it's almost like got that whole like pre-programming feel like to get us all ready. You know, if one does happen to show up, they can be like, well, told you so. Told you. Right. We we mentioned it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the moon being an alien mothership? Oh. Because hmm. I just recently saw that one. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I never really thought about it being a mothership, honestly. <laughs> Me either. I've Me seen either. theories about it being like not natural, like some sort of uh what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of intelligent based, like created satellite that that somebody created and put really? up there. Yeah. To kind of keep tabs on us. But that so if you, if you ran with that logic, how how does that translate to the other planets having moons if they don't have life on them? That, that's just it. We don't know that they don't. Right. I guess that is a valid point. Maybe it's monitoring them all. Could be. I mean, it would be no different than us sending out a bunch of satellites to monitor whatever the hell's out there, you know? Yeah, but I applaud. I'm I applaud, and I'm impressed by the resources of said civilization that's able just to create <laughs> create moon satellites. Yeah, that's a that's an extra that's an extraordinary feat there. <laughs> I wish we could do that, not as a not as a uh, human race, but as the hollow cult. What create a moon satellite? Launch moon a satellite. satellite? Oh, we launch cars to Mars. Okay. I mean, realistically, all we'd have to do is befriend Elon, and then we could probably get a hollow satellite put it up it up there somewhere. Yeah. I try to reach out to him on Twitter, but he never answers me. Or maybe maybe we can just make the world's biggest oh man, I don't really want to say this word because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know if you can or not, but essentially we use your QR code stickers and make mm. a giant device and just buckshot it into outer space. That way QR stickers go everywhere. I like it. Yeah. We have to, I mean, aliens have to be smart enough to figure out a QR code. Yeah. I was going to say we're, we're banking on the fact that they have QR readers. I don't feel like that's too unrealistic. No. If we figured it out, we're the bottom of the barrel. Right. If we figured it out, everybody else has already got right. it. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I always tweet at Elon Musk, but he never answers me, usually because I'm calling him a fucking nerd. So I'm probably blocked. 
But people got to get over that shit. It's just our sense of humor. Yeah. Either you, either you ride with us or you don't deal I with mean, it. I would laugh my ass off if Elon tweeted back at us and goes, you guys are just fucking nerds. I'd say, come I'd on probably, the show. Realistically, I'd probably print it out and turn it into a poster and hang it in the room. <laughs> I would be that, that static about it. Say it to my face via StreamYard, Elon. <laughs> He's probably listening right now. He's probably listening to every conversation that's being streamed across the entire internet uh, on planet Earth at all times. Yeah, just getting fed directly into his brain. Yeah. Uh, awesome. What about Josh Gates? I have I'll reached do out to Josh Gates, awesome. but he did not reach back because I just don't have that much reach at this point. Yeah. He would be awesome to talk to. I did get some Zach Baggins retweets, but I haven't actually asked him to be on the show. Because, probably because I threatened to fight him a lot. But, I mean, it is what it is. Once again, sense of humor. I mean, if he wants to fight, we really can. No, we're not trying to do that. All right, never mind. I just meant for publicity's sake. Like, that would that would benefit us way more than it benefit him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. For the show. I mean, if he wants to do it to promote the show, then I guess whatever at that point. Bro, your haircut is carrying the chat right now. My wife is probably pissed. <laughs> it is. It is hands down carrying the chat. I know. It's, I've noticed it. I haven't said anything because I know she's in there just steaming. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Elon Musk is carrying the chat right now. I actually typically go shorter than this, but my wife always makes fun of me because I have, if you can see it, yeah, no, right here, this, this like white spot. And when Solid. it gets, when it's super low, it just looks like a straight up bald spot. So it looks like I got bald spots all over my head. I say just rocket embrace. I do. I do. I don't care. But, I don't, at the same time, I try to appease my wife, so. Sure. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find a happy medium. Yeah, you gotta play chess, not checkers. Chess, not checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife did get to see uh, John's epic hair and beard this weekend. But soon, soon he'll grace the hollow TV when we have that up and running. I'm stoked. Me too. That's John's going to be a good asset to the paranormal investigation. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And on the, on the occasion, whenever we can drag Dilmo out, it's game over. It's something. You want to talk about pure electric paranormal entertainment? That's going to be it. Yes. It is. I mean... It is going to be something. Ninety-three in the chat, seven away from the uh, remote viewing experiment. Dun, dun, dun. You're getting close. No, no, Jojo, it's not a bald spot. It's it's clearly hair. <laughs> You're hitting a nerve with the bald spot, people. It's hair. It hair. It's hair. I have plenty of hair. My hair is extra, super thick. If you run out, I have extra. Yeah. It's curly today. 
Yeah, when you when you cut your hair, I'll shave my head and then glue your hair to my head. That would be a strange dynamic. Yeah. I like it. Tony was trying to get me to go bald one time. He's like, just shave it all off. He's already holding that down. I know. That's why, that's why I told him. I'm like, dude, can't have two epic baldies in the in the paranormal world. This just doesn't work that way. Make a hollow weave. <laughs> I was holding it together until he started laughing, Kyle. Oh, gosh. 97. They're coming in. They really want to know what's in this That's envelope. Fucking awesome. Hollow weave. So many. We, we all we do. We need to create. We need to get a compound. And just all of us get together and just think tank uh, entrepreneurship. You can you can put hollow in front of anything. That's what I'm saying. We can make everything. Yeah. We'll be the new Amazon. Yeah, it, we. It is. See, it you, really it's, is. It's sinking into your your head right now, and you're sold. I can see it. I'm already to buy the products that don't exist. <laughs> Already ready. Oh, let's, let's see. Appalachian Intelligence fucking killed it right there. Hell yeah. See, they're already in. Where? Gosh, dang. The chat moved too fast. I couldn't click it. They're already in. See? Look, and, and Dilmo, delivery driver. We have, See? It's already... It has already manifested itself, and it is in the process of appearing... In the middle of some fucking field somewhere. <laughs> Dylan's gonna deliver it in the El Camino. Good. Yeah, that that's that's our delivery trucks. El Caminos with camper <sighs> shells on them. We really derailed the day. Yeah, I know, but way it's way off in left field. Fun. I needed this. <laughs> it's fun. I literally I was literally thinking today, I'm not kidding. I was literally thinking today about creating a Patreon and just calling it like holotherapy. And this is what we do. Just you and me get together and just talk <laughs> like this and just making it a random extra content. Hey, it's our show. We do what we want. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's strictly just, it's like extra, extra content. Yeah. It is what it is. Right. Or even having, even having some of the patrons come on and just, just talk. Just be weird. Whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about the lines in your grass. Have at it. I'm here to listen to it. My dad cut my grass today. Shout out How'd to my go? dad. How'd that go? Grass is cut. So I don't have to do that. That's a plus. Thank fuck. Oh, you guys five away, five away. And then you can focus on this for a little bit and we can see if someone will guess what it is. Oh, I hope, I hope somebody gets it right. Cause I'll be impressed. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. I mean, I'm going to envision it right now and I'm going to put it out there. I figure once we hit a hundred, I will hold, toast with peanut it butter. Say that again. Toast with peanut butter. It's a picture it. of toast with peanut butter. That's it. Game over. I don't even need to show it now. What I see. Professional remote viewer. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and create an extra page on the, the website to hire me for future jobs. The FBI can. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to find missing people. You know what? I'm just going to do it anyway because we're at 96. That's almost 100 technically. And it's already half hour in. I could do it. Then we can open it at the end. So, you guys, I'm going to hold this up for like a minute. 98. We're close enough. Counts where I'm from. Hold this up for like a minute. Focus on this envelope. And then at the end of the show, I will ask you what you think's in here. Focus all of your energy on this envelope. 99 now. No, oh, they dipped out. They said, nope, I ain't taking it. I ain't partying. <laughs> Close enough. enough. Bullshit. So. We'll see what you got. Remind me to have everybody post it in the chat at the end of the old uh, program. Is that enough time? We got enough time here? I've already got it, so... Yeah, you guys are going to have to beat Kyle, who already guessed it right. (laughs) (laughs) Virgil was coming in hot with it just being an empty envelope. If I would have been thinking ahead. Oh, shit, JoJo. Damn. Did JoJo get it right? What, a picture of your feet? Yeah. If I got pictures of your your feet, I'm not making that public, bro. That's personal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we win? I don't know. Nobody's won yet. Hell yeah. But it is. We, I guess we could open the lines. Yeah, I figured we'd probably get right to that in, in the near, near future. I hope it gets extra weird. Also, I'm going to throw this out there again because I, I still think it's a great idea. On-air production meeting slash opinion time. Would it be cool... Maybe like, maybe like once a month, just try to have a guest on here with us. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, I think the thing is, is kind of cool. I mean, I guess we could still take the same amount of calls. Yeah. Uh, the way I figure is the guest comes on, like whether it's Burden or Eric or whomever we talk, we shoot it up for just like we are now and then open the call and we just all take it together. Yeah. I dig that. You know, let them partake and get their uh, get their take on all of all of all the weird. Not to mention, it might pull some more weirdos in too. Get some more out That's of this. Just what we need in this yeah, chat. I know. Get some more out of this world. Phone calls. <laughs> you think? You think Mister Collins Elite is listening? I don't know. I hope he is. I'll just put it out there. Go ahead. Fuck that nerd. So after we're talking about the Collins Elite, we got a mysterious cryptic email about the Elite and Egress and all this shit. It was some rudimentary poem someone wrote together. Like, <laughs> So I emailed him back, and then they just went silent. So if you're going to play a game, play the game. You know, don't don't dangle the carrot and then hide. Just keep like 
Let's go. Let's go. I'm Egress, I can Collins Elite. I don't give a shit. Let's go. That's the thing that you need to realize about us is, well, I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for Steve because Steve is a little bit more um, savvy than me when it comes to these. But fuck riddles. <laughs> Dude, it was it was like a fourth grader wrote it. Don't, like, oh. don't give me... Don't give me riddles, because I'm just gonna go no. If you do, at least make it interesting. It wasn't even a riddle; you were just rhyming words. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Do better. If you're some big shady organization, hire someone that can write a fucking cryptic riddle. Piss. Good. Maybe now, maybe now it'll it'll make him mad, and then we'll... yeah, good. Bring smoke, bring it. See, she like get fucking it. get it. She gets it. We don't we don't do riddles around here. That's what I'm saying. We don't. We just don't do it. Let's let's get it. Just cut right through it. Hundred in the chat. See shit. I get worked up, and the people just oh. flock in. It does piss me off when people are just like, just try to be cryptic about it. Just give me the information. Stop being lame. You want to like this made me laugh out loud. <laughs> well, I think I think we know who who wrote it. Yes, we, that is, that exactly, is exactly, exactly. Oh gosh, that's awesome. The same energy yeah, that the email was sent. I, I forget. Appalachian Intelligence wrote Roses are Red, Violet the Blue, Egress is Real, and the Illuminati is too. I, I forgot think you guys, you air this as a podcast too. I think you missed your calling, AI. <laughs> Hallmark card writers. That was a modern day Billy Shakespeare right there. That was good. That, that was, was good. That might go on a hollow sky bumper sticker. Oh my dude, that's classic. We'll yeah, just, and, just we'll just do a Hallmark card and we'll just send it to everybody. Oh, like a hollow Christmas card. That's right. That's good. A hollow, a hollow day card, if you will. I hate our life. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to do better than that, shady organizations. I'm f- full of puns. Yes. And we got a lot anger. of smart people. All right. What am I doing? We're procrastinating. I was that really had me stoked too. That really had me stoked when I know that came did. through. Like I know it did. Agent John Smith. And I'm like, Carl, let's go. And then I got to looking at it. I'm like, man. Hmm. No, I'm told you. I said this is this is dog shit, and you know it is. And then you I got know. excited. Was that's, your that unicorn. that's your unicorn. You got excited. I and I was like, stop. Just send me some coordinates. Send me some coordinates. Don't send me a poem. Don't send me a bouquet of flowers. Send me fucking coordinates, and I will call off work tomorrow, and I will drive there. Flowers. Send him flowers. You can send me. Yeah, you can send me that too, as long as there's coordinates in it, and I'll drive there. And then we can just put the last nail in this coffin. I hope. I hope uh, that's figuratively. Either, either or. I'm not trying to get put in a coffin. I'll live stream it. It'll be good internet. No. no. And you'll be famous. Looks like we got a call. (laughs) Sounds like it as well. 
Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Hey. Hello. 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 What's going on? Sorry, hello. I'm gonna get to a different room. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Hi. Um. So I'm Dorothy. I have like three stories actually that I want to like talk about, but I don't know which one to pick. Just pick one. Let's go. Okay. Pick a weird one. The weirdest. Okay. Okay, so then I'll do one that uh, was from when I was probably around 16. I'm 27 right now. And I was at my old best friend's house. And I would say, like, her backyard was basically the cemetery. And um, she traded rooms with her mom. And she told me that every time, like, somebody sleeps over her house something happens and i didn't really take her very seriously at the time but uh i just decided to sleep over and she was watching a horror movie and i honestly don't watch horror movies because i don't like to get scared so i was staying in her room and there was a paper that her other best friend had wrote to her that was like best friends forever i love you and like just like a normal paper and it was taped on the wall and I was laying in the bed and I looked up at the wall and like the paper started like moving up and down like sliding up and down on the wall like the tape was still there though and I like freaked out and um well I had called her because I didn't want to get up I was scared and she uh came into the room and she looked at it and she just took it off the wall and she threw it into the corner and I freaked out and I told her to like burn it and like rip it off because I didn't want her to like I was like I don't want that paper near me but she didn't do anything to it she just left it there and I told her I was like let's just go to bed and she's like somebody who's scared of the dark so she had like a pink paper lantern that she hung at like the end of the bed and um when we decided to go to the bed like so her window like the room like the back side of the house is like underground like i don't know if you understand what i mean like if you look out the window it's like the top of the ground like the grass right yeah yeah and um so when we went to sleep we heard like scratches on in the walls like, I don't understand how you could because it's, like, ground there, you know? And um, so we, like, it took a while for us to go to sleep, but eventually we did. And, like, around 3 a.m., I woke up because I felt something cold touch, uh, touch my arm. And uh, she woke up because she said she felt something breathing on her face. And, um... When I turned around, I looked over and there was like a guy standing there and he had like pants on and he was shirtless and he had shaggy hair, but he didn't have any eyes or no nose or no mouth or no ears. It was just like, like a, like no face. And, um, but I could still like feel like he was looking at me 
And she said what she saw was just a black shadow. Like she didn't see anything that I saw. She said all she saw is just a black shadow. And um, when we went to sleep that night, we closed the door. But uh, when we saw it, the door was open. And immediately, like, it was not even a second. Like, we blinked our eyes, and it was like, it, like, went out of the room really, really fast. And um, I honestly don't know what it was. We looked in every, th- every room in the house, and there was nothing there. That sounds pretty disturbing, seeing yeah, uh, a terrifying. person with no face or no no. F- Facial facial features at all. I wonder if your friend has skin. I wonder if your friends ever saw uh, any of those entities prior to that. Well, actually, she told me that um, in her family, she sees like black shadows sometimes, and when she sees like a shadow, somebody in her family dies. Or like something happens, and um, but when we saw that, I don't remember if anything happened later. I could ask her, but I don't remember if anything did. Well, let's hope not. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. The, the 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 faceless man is terrifying enough. We don't need people falling out and dying. Yeah. It that does make me wonder if it was possibly from from the graveyard or if it's just the the house itself. Because I mean, with it being that close, I don't know how I feel about cemeteries being haunted. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have no idea. I know it was something about just that one room because she was in every room eventually in that house. She had every room in that house. Nothing ever happened in any of the other ones. Just that room. That's something weird. always happened when somebody slept over. That's strange. That is strange. Yeah. Definitely. I was trying to figure out if it was like a shadow person that I saw, but I saw in color and she saw in shadow, but I have no idea. That is super weird that both of you saw something different. Yeah, it almost sounds like two different entities. Yeah, I would rather be your friend in that case where I just saw a shadow. I'm I'm not trying to see a faceless person standing at the foot of my bed. It's a no go. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. I bet. I bet. <laughs> that was immediately when I started to like believe like that things are real out there, and that's when like I started like becoming like into conspiracy theories and like listening to more because I was trying to figure out what the heck it was that I saw. Yeah, that seems to be almost how everybody gets into it. Really, they see something and yeah. they're like, "All right, well, I want to." I want to learn about this, so let's start digging into it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in and sharing your story. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'll just continue to watch the show, and I'll probably call, call back another time. Awesome. Thank you so much. Excellent. Stay I safe and stay weird. 
You too. Stay weird. All right. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized and with regular live music and events there's no in-store experience like it so just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots how awesome would that be nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots if you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Dude, that would, that would suck. That would not be cool at all. I'm not trying to see a shadow person at the foot of my bed. My house is like no fly zone. You don't. You're not supposed to be like when we go to Cemetery X, I seen Colleen mention something about it. Yeah, I want to see stuff. All right. The Watcher, let's go. Let's do that. Yeah, and I don't even know if Cemetery X is haunted. You know What's what I mean? mean? What do you like, mean? I don't, I don't think it's haunted in the way that we think it's haunted, like ghost haunted. I think it's something beyond that. Why don't you think cemeteries are haunted per se? I mean, I'm not saying that they're, they're not, but the idea of like, I feel like if somebody was going to haunt something, I feel like it'd be where they passed away as opposed to where they were buried. Yeah. That that makes sense. sense. Yeah. A little bit. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yeah, hey. good. How are hey. you? Uh, I'm the guy, the caller from uh, Alabama, that uh, called in a couple weeks back, and I mentioned something about the Collins Elite. Yeah, but yeah, so I I think that you guys, before you guys spend a whole lot of time on the Collins Elite because I know you're probably planning on doing an entire episode oh, on yeah. them. Oh or maybe afterwards, just work it in some at some point. You guys should talk to Nathaniel Gillis. Nathaniel because Nathaniel Gillis. Nathaniel Gillis is a legitimate exorcist and uh he has done a deep dive on the Collins Elite. Because he thinks that uh, the same entities that they're talking about, you know, the UFOs mm-hmm. and the 
and the yeah he thinks that they're the ones possessing people taking over taking them over uh working on them psychically uh interdimensionally and uh another guy to talk to who falls right into this realm is a man named jerry marzinski jerry marzinski was a uh clinical psychologist for 20 some odd years and he worked in the prison system with uh paranoid schizophrenics and he noticed a very distinct pattern to what the voices were telling them um and that shouldn't be the case uh you know at all um right so so uh and and the entire medical establishment when it comes to this is like don't talk to them about their delusions you're only going to give the delusions more uh weight or or more grander than they than they really need and he's like well when they don't talk about them or when they uh ignore them they'll get louder and louder and start to take over more and more of their psyche uh and and he says that one thing that they all do and this is universal is that when you start reading psalms to them or anything from the bible they'll start wriggling like worms in a, on a hot plate that's what they feel like these entities are doing inside of their bodies so they'll start squirming around like like they're worms on a hot plate. And, uh, you know, this is a universal thing. This is not just a a one-off, a two, three. This is everybody he's worked with in the last 20-some-odd years in the prison system. And, uh, man, I'm talking about (laughs) this, to me, it... It, it it's like all encompassing. Like I don't know when to shut off the idea that it might be these same entities messing with us. Like uh, Dogman, I don't know. That seems a bit more biological. But like Hatman and Shadow People and uh, demons, hell, uh, sometimes angels. Uh, near-death experiences, all these things, they can be tied into this realm. And it's uh it's incredible, honestly. But I think you guys should really get a get a hold of those two guys because that would be for one, it would be a fantastic thing if you could swap casts and get them both on, have them meet each other and shoot the shit. That would be That'll just be ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, but honestly, dude, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just last caller, she said, she said something about shadow people. You're, you're, uh, researching the cons elite right now. And I figured I'd throw you guys, uh, you know, two experts. Yeah, please. Who, yeah. Because I mean, I don't know those guys. First time I heard Jerry Marzinski talk about it. I got chills. I got, I was like, oh, wait, this is organized. And, and we're being used as like cattle. 
<laughs> to these these you know uh psyche demons if you want to call them that it's it's pretty in, in, incredible um and uh but yeah so yeah if you if you could could you uh, whatever email text those guys' names to me so i don't forget Oh yeah, for sure. Any any way that you can do it, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Because um, I, I will, I'll reach out to these guys and see if we can not set something up. Yeah, hell in a round table. Yeah, because I'm I, I'm in now. Like I'm in. I, I might I might go ahead and send you uh, uh, Nathaniel Gillis's. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, I might send you one of his videos about the Collins Elite. Okay. Because he is really deep on that. But, uh, I mean, he's an author. He's, I think he's working on a movie right now. Uh, so he's pretty busy. Right. But if you guys could set that up, oh, my God, things would be, <laughs> it would be legit, well, legit. I, we'll definitely give it a shot, man, because I'm, yeah, I'm interested for sure. Because, like I said, I haven't even gotten fully into the book yet because I've had a lot going on at home with family and what have you. But, uh Right. What what little I've gotten into that book, I'm already excited about it because it's just it's just so it's such a different path than what I'm used to reading about and researching about. It's just completely different, and there's there's reasons behind it, you know. Because yeah. you, you'll hear people be like, "Well, aliens are demons," and and this, that, and the other, and then that's about as far as they go with that comment. And yeah. Then you you start looking into this, and you're like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah, there might be a little bit more merit to the statement. There um, might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially, you know, when... I mean, you're talking about Nathaniel Gillis is a... Uh, like, he's he, he didn't even get ordained to exercise demons, like, through the Catholic Church. He's studied in Tibet. He's studied across the world. He's made pilgrimages uh to to study this phenomenon and break it down he's tried to, he's he's trying to like scientifically break down this phenomenon what is going on what's happening to these people is obviously it's it's not biological and uh and and oh, man it would be awesome to, to hear uh you guys talking to him yeah. and um Oh yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this podcast before, but Cryptids of the Corn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you heard his ideas on these? And this is completely out of left field. I was just listening to uh, a one-on-one podcast with him today. But have you heard about these? This idea of organic UFOs. Yes, I have heard him talk about it a little bit, and we're we're trying. We got busy schedules, but we are. They do want to work with us and and do a show with us, so we probably will oh, set man. that up in the near future. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be that'd be super cool. That's um, something they were talking about. Um, that they wanted to talk to us about, and it, ironically enough, you you go back to the the first night shift, very first one. Uh, there was a caller that called in about having to bury an alien in his garden, but he also what? said, yeah, he also, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. It's the very, very first night shift. It was wild. Yeah. Wow. And, but he also talks about how the UFO they were in was an entity itself. It was a biological entity itself. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. 
wild shit. Well, man. like a symbiotic relationship yeah. between the UFOs and whatever they're like, what's whatever ride it, rides in them. That's uh, it's, it was wild. That's, that's that's wild. That's wild as fuck. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna like uh some other people, you know, get a get a word in. All and, right, man. Um, but yeah, you guys are fucking cool, and I'm super glad that you guys uh are gonna work with uh, Cryptids of the Corn. That sounds like a banger episode too. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Should be oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. All right. Have a good have one, good man. For sure. Stay, stay safe and stay weird, friend. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, I, I'm excited. I fully think, I fully think that it's connected. It's yeah. all, it's all, and, all and, that. And I, like I said, we, we talk about it all the time. Uh, like I have my own, uh, narratives that I like personally, right? Like aliens are from other planets, possibly interdimensional. Uh, but I, I will always sit here and entertain any thought that gets thrown my way, even if I think it's asinine. Like I hated the idea of people saying demons are aliens or vice versa. Hate that. Absolutely hated it. But I sit down and I start reading this Collins Elite, and it makes me just go, whoa. All right. Well, there's there. Am I hundred percent sold on that analogy? Maybe not, but they have enough meat there where you have to pay attention. You have to at least walk down that road. You know what I mean? You have to, you just have to entertain it. Not to mention it's a fucking really cool story. And the fact that, and it is a book by Nick, Nick Redfern. It's called like the final event or whatever it is. Uh, the fact that he, which I'd love to get him on the show too, because that dude that, like you said, like me and you were talking, Steve, you, you said that dude has seen some shit and you know, he has, but that dude, like he just straight up called an air force base asking to talk to him or talked with people in regards to this, this UFO stuff. And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about, et cetera, et cetera. They call it, they call him back a couple of days later and they're like, all right, well, you want to talk with the Collins elite They're One of them's willing to talk to you. And he's like the who? And she's like the Collins elite, you know, and he, he had no idea. He's never even heard of this group or anything in regards to that, but the fact, and then that's kind of how I, I'm assuming that's how the rest of this book plays out. Cause that's about where I'm at in the book. And like that, that's fucking awesome. That is awesome. I mean, it's, that's like, it's almost, it's almost the equivalent of you and me running that episode on the flyers and then just throwing this fucking random hail Mary out there. And then, you know, something answers, answers the, the knock at the door, so to speak. I uh, I wish we would have talked to him at Dogman. Yeah, yeah. I wish we would have, but we didn't. So that's on us. Yeah, we'll have other opportunities. I'll been off to him if, we can't, if we can't get him on the show, I think he would. Not to mention, I'd be like, bro, we come from the same background, man. Musically, <laughs> he is a punk rocker. <laughs> Isn't it weird? I I was uh, scrolling through Chad Kalick stuff the other day. That dude was in a hardcore band back in the day. 
That tracks. It's so weird. Like there's so many like in in the paranormal world, it seems like there's there's more of those guys than you would think there is. Kyle, guess who guess who emailed us? Oh, the agent John Smith. He says So they're in here, right? We're just going public. Yeah. He's one of the ninety-four people that watch us. What a coincidence. Says greetings from this particular agent. He did not leave a poem. I guess my poem thing got through. Thanks for that. Thanks for not making me suffer through that again. He says, we are entertained. We watched, or we watch. You have been hitting close to home. And the only only reference that you have for that is the Collins Elite, because that's a double reference. Not only did I bring it up in the episode that you emailed, but now I bring it up again and we get another email. Keep them coming. That was on purpose, my friend. Keep them coming. We're here all night. That's exactly why I brought up the Collins Elite. And and tying it to Egress is cute. It's really... Really cute. And I mean, if you if you are who you say you are, go ahead and call the phone. It's there. He's got We're here. Point. We're here. Call the phone. Agent John Smith. Which has a lot of ironic time. You mean lame. Okay. You know what that makes me and Steve? Of course, naturally, I'm Neo. Steve is Trinity, obviously, from the Matrix. I've never seen the Matrix. Also, also John Smith is a super soldier from one of the Hitman movies. So I hope I hope that you're implying you are a super soldier. I hope. He's definitely not a super fucking poet. I know that much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, if if you, I, I, Twiz, the first Matrix is good. The rest is not so good. But if you are who you say you are, you are affiliated with Egress Industries or the Collins Elite. Phone numbers at the bottom of the screen. Phone lines are open. We're here for it. We're, we're more than willing to talk to you. Outside of that conversation, we know exactly who you are. You can keep sending us emails if you want. I'll just keep laughing at them until you give me some information that's not lame. Yeah, Steve never. But but, uh, Bertie, I don't think Steve's even seen. Have Have you seen Constantine, Steve? Have we gone through this? I don't think you've seen Constantine. I think no. you even have the movie. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure I saw your house once. Yeah, probably. I I can't help it. Constantine's a fantastic movie. It's a must watch. I'll get to it one of these days. Yeah, it's a good one. Now, now people aren't calling the holophone because they think John Shakespeare is going to call us and fucking enlighten us i 
I hope they, I hope it happens, but they, I'm, I'm they also, won't. Oh, oh, here we go. Hmm. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Oh, here we go. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Long time listener, first time caller. All right. This is JJ Rose. I figured as much. I thought I recognized <laughs> the voice. Yeah. I heard you guys talking about the Collins Elite, and I just had to throw my 18 cents in. So it's very easy to go down these rabbit holes with all this stuff because I just went down a major rabbit hole. Um, I read the Mothman prophecies and then the Eighth Tower right after. And it did a whole spinny spin on my mind, on my life. I had all this spiritual stuff looking at me up in my life, throwing all these distractions my way to the point that I was in a whirlwind. So, you know, yes, I've seen some people in the chat who are talking. Um, Christian was one of them. And when you look at this stuff, it looks back at you. But there aren't absolutes when it comes to the spiritual realm. And I've been in this my entire life. And I can tell you there's a lot of things that want to help you. There's a lot of things that really don't care about you at all. And then there's a lot of things, yeah, that want to mess with you. So in, in regards to the Collins Elite, are you saying that it's, it's just like a, a widespread statement or is something in particular to me and Steve? Both. Both. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trust Agent Smith. No. no. <laughs> we do not. Not at all. No. <laughs> I know y'all are smarter than that, yeah. but I'm just saying. Like... Yeah. And like Steve said, we're here to play. If you're trying to play, we'll Let's play. Let's go. So we've, already, yeah. we've already put the legwork in and figured out somebody from Sweden. So, okay, but Swiss is over there, like ready to box somebody up in your Discord. So, <laughs> I'm I'm ready. If you if you if you want to ride the coattails, come on, Smith. Let's go. While I have you, JJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now this might have happened. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before. But do you, anybody in here, everybody in here, Steve, you included, uh, you remember the guy that called in and brought up 13 minutes, 13 seconds? Yeah. Was that yep. two, two episodes ago? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We actually got an email about that. Oh. And how time. that possibly is a good thing. If I can find the freaking email. But apparently it has to do with an angelic number and protection. So when I heard the story, like even though he was weirded out about it, mm-hmm. I didn't take it as something to be totally freaked out about. Right. Just for the mere, I mean, he was in a strange home, right? And there were kind of weird stuff happening. But if you're waking up and you're saying something firmly, like, i.e. not in fear, you're not screaming it, you're not babbling, you know, you're not whimpering, but, like, firmly saying something, then that's more of a statement of you're in power and control. And the number 13 gets a really bad rap, but in reality, it, it's really not a bad number. Right. Like, within witchcraft, and that's light and dark witchcraft, it's it's a very important number, and it has been... I mean, think of it. Jesus plus the 12 disciples, that was 13 total. Mm, that point. wasn't by chance. 
Right. So and I absolutely hate how the last two lives that you guys have done, I wasn't in here and they were totally my jam. <laughs> <laughs> we are glad you were back though. Yes. I am totally glad to be back. I adore you guys. I have listened well, to every you. single episode you guys have put out and I want it on record that binary codes from space is the most important episode you guys have done. Oh, thank you. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a, a one from a while ago. Might have to revisit that. Yeah. But, uh, I have this email. So here it is. It's, it says 13 minutes, 13 seconds equals 793 seconds, which apparently it's an angel number and also considered a lucky number. It represents the number of God's presence, power, and energy. It is considered that if you are born on the on this date, you will be blessed in all your endeavors. The angels will help you in achieving your goals. The number 793 means hope, faith, and protection. Yeah, that, that tracks. Do you do you believe in um the numbers being equated to angelic entities? I believe that there's power behind them. It's the same thing with like deities and that people will say like, oh, I saw this deity or I'm working with this entity or this deity in particular. I don't believe you're specifically working with like, for instance, Apollo or Athena themselves. You're working with the energy of that entity coming through another entity that's able to interface with you. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just, know, I just had, complicated. I just had just, I seen something the other day uh, about how somebody was claiming that all of these repeating numbers. I think it was repeating numbers is what it was. It's all bullshit. It's all a deception from the darker side of spirituality. Because no, I I don't agree with that at all. Okay. Because I've had spirit talk to me many times through numbers uh, where they popped up, whether it's phone numbers. Um, like last week and the week before, I was having this thing with a number four, to the point where I was on the phone with someone and my phone literally just started typing out the number four all the way across, and I wasn't touching it. Um, and everywhere I would go, the number four would come up, or there were always four people involved. Um, and so, you know, I had to really deep dive in like, why is the number four so prevalent right now? So spirit can talk to you in all sorts of ways through lyrics and songs. It can be license plates. I mean, and, and again, it all depends. What does it feel like when spirit is interfacing with you? Does it feel creepy and weird? Is it taking you to a dark place or is it trying to give you a heads up about something? I like that because that's, if you've listened to me talk, that's kind of how I, in a roundabout way, not as cleanly, but that's kind of how I feel about it. I just kind of go with the way that I feel, you know, and a lot of times, I, I mean, I know I, it's hard for me to put in words, but I, I 100% understand what you're saying. Yeah, you know, my big thing and the whole reason I decided to come out of the proverbial broom closet was because I'm sick and tired of all the fear mongering. And I get it. Fear is kind of fun. Like, you know, we like listening to weird stuff and getting a little scared, but there's way too much of this. Everything is from the devil and everything's out to get you and everything's out to control your mind. You are the only one that can have total control of your mind. If you're willingly giving your mind over to these conspiracy theories or these thought patterns of, oh, every spirit is out to get my soul, well, then you're living in fear and you're not taking your power back. I love it. 
absolutely love it. Yeah. I really do. I love you guys. Thank you so incredibly much for having me on. Absolutely. I appreciate you answering the phone. Sorry, I wasn't Agent John Smith. No, it's but, okay. You know, hope that works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, though. No problem. All Bye, right. you guys. Bye. It was good to hear from you, JJ. You too. So she had me there because it was a no caller ID. And that's why I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. If I seem like out, it's because my internet, it keeps cutting out on my end. Does it? Yeah. Like your mouth so- isn't even moving right now. <laughs> You're a ventriloquist. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's, uh Mountain Man CJ back for number four now. All right. And uh, to jog your memory, I am the 13 minutes, 13 seconds guy. There we go. Perfect timing. There we go. I knew I recognized your voice. Emerging from the shadows once again. All right. So what do you think about that? (sighs) It falls into the broader pattern of my life experiences, which is to say that it doesn't. (laughs) Um, I come from a very spiritual family who are really big into energy and synchronicity, numbers, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Me personally, I don't, with all due respect and deference, I'm completely a-religious and I don't really do the spirituality thing, which is, I guess, odd in its own right, if you want to talk about why I have these experiences. But all of those people, all of my family and everyone who surrounds me, says that I'm practically a font of empathic energy, and I'm super tapped into the other side and what have you. And I've, (laughs) I have done faith healing on people without even really believing it. It's interesting. So the thing that struck me was the conviction aspect. If I'm saying it with conviction or um, without fear, then it has to be positive. If it is a, I'm just going to go completely off the rails hypothetical for me, but this is right down your alley. If it is a negative presence, then you would think that I would have just as much conviction in it if it was positive, if it was taking over my soul, so to speak. So if I was being used to channel or perhaps as a vessel to possess from a negative entity or uh, energy signature, then I would be just as firm in my conviction as if it was positive, if it was angelic. Did you get the overall vibe that it was negative? I think so because it was so unconscious. I woke up and didn't even realize that I was saying anything briefly. But once my conscious mind kicked in and I figured out what I was saying, what was going on, it 
made me pretty squirrely because it's it's got a lot of upsetting factors to it. Yeah. It's especially, you know, I'm more classically trained with 13 being known as more or less the ultimate bad number. Right. So I guess if if it was spilling out from my unconsciousness, then that could explain it. It's interesting. Conflicting thoughts tonight. Yeah. I dig it. I I'm willing to just throw all of the piles at the wall to see if anything sticks. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um and I have unusual connections. Of course, you know, like I said, I'm not spiritual, so I don't ascribe anything extra to it, but a old pagan god and a number do follow me and have for all of my life. Interesting. Yes, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, the number, I'm sure, since we're on the topic of numerology, people can start digging into this, is 1,207. 1207. Interesting. Does it have and any relevance? I, not necessarily. Um, I, I really don't know why I'm drawn to it like that. So it's just something that constantly like draws your attention then. It's something that I seemingly out of the blue have adopted as something of my identity. Like it's kind of quote unquote my number. My dad was a fire captain, and so his call sign was eighteen oh two. Is a very strong connection to that number, and it's part of his identity. Right. I have the same thing with twelve oh seven, but I don't have any source for it. Interesting. Because it's a very it's a very random number. Yeah. Right. Um, like, I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, you do have seven in there, which is in numerology loaded up all sorts of interesting ways. Right. And I I love seven. I have had an affinity for it all my life as well. And uh, the old god that I was referring to, I'm actually sitting under her gaze. I have a whole wall of art is the Egyptian god of war, Sekhmet. The god of war. Yes. Very interesting. And of healing, sort of a protective figure. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know much about her. I mean, that's totally fair. And uh, something else that I find interesting is that my mother, who is, like I mentioned, very spiritual, has a very strong connection to Odin. And always speaks of him as kind of a, a paternal figure in her spiritual life. Yes. And uh, one night she said, or one morning she came to me and said, hey, I had the weirdest dream in the night. There were these two crows that were just staring at me and repeating the word Valkyrie over and over and over. And... I don't know if you guys know what's up with that. Define it for me. Odin has two ravens named Hagen and Monin that survey the universe and report back to him. 
She had no idea of any of this, no knowledge of Norse mythology whatsoever. And the term Valkyrie is a old Norse term for a warrior. So I have sort of a a line, a matrilineal line of spirituality related to war. It's interesting. And we we just had a guy, Virgil, in the chat say twelve oh seven is an angelic number. <laughs> well, I mean you know, that wouldn't surprise me because, like I said, it's just for anyone who knows their stuff, I'm just a nexus for this kind of thing, and I'm totally disconnected from it. Yeah. It's interesting because, you and, you know, and I, I'm, not a, I'm not an expert either, but you have the 13 minutes, 13 seconds, and if our emailer is in the wheelhouse and they're correct, there's an angelic number. Then you have Virgil saying 1207 is an angelic number. Then you you like the God of War slash protection. I mean, it to me personally, I get this over this 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 overall vibe that I, I don't know if it would be in your heritage. I don't. And then you have the Valkyrie. You have all, and, and it all says like warrior slash protector to me. Like that's what I was thinking too. Like, Some it, sort of like it, 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 it's drawing you to like your armor, so to speak. You know what I mean? And 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 maybe and like I said, I'm not an expert, so don't don't take this ultra serious. But mm-hmm. it, maybe it is the universe or whomever trying to get your attention. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? Not being very subtle about it. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how long have they been trying? After after so long, you, you get kind of like, all right, all right, I'm gonna get a little crazier. Yeah, I get it. You know, or maybe maybe oh. you're paying more attention to it. You know, and you, you know, or I, I don't know, man. I I don't know a whole lot of that realm, but you have a lot of repeating factors here. Yeah, I uh, I suppose so. And you know, I've always had a an interest in the paranormal, the unusual, the cryptids. So it seems like from birth, I was kind of pushed toward the left-hand path, no matter which way I went. The the left-hand path is typically not a very good one. Well, uh, we'll see what happens, I shall say. Yeah, because people in the chat... I did here, that. <laughs> you're saying 1207 means believe in yourself and your gifts and you are a protector and spiritual warrior you know uh, a lot of people would back that up yeah so I maybe I just have to submit to the preponderance of evidence maybe that's why the aliens came for me <laughs> <laughs> shit I mean it, I don't know that that's a whole that's a whole yarn ball my friend because like if we want, and you're going to hear about it when we get into this Collins elite shit, there might be connections there. I don't know. I don't know, but it's definitely, in my opinion, is definitely worth hearing, uh, getting out to all you guys. And these are the, these are the conversations that I adore exactly what we've been doing tonight. It's awesome. All right. Well, I'm glad to be a part of it. And Hey, you know, what? uh, maybe my ghost story is because, it was feeding off of my spiritual power. Maybe, my friend. 
Maybe. Well, maybe it all ties together just like the cons elite. It might. And there's a lot of people putting in uh thirteen thirteen Bible verses here. If you look through the chat. Yeah, I'm gonna comb through all of it since I called in, but yeah, there's a lot that... of information there. <clears throat> all right, well I'll get to it. All right, brother. I appreciate you calling in. Yes, thanks for touching base again. Yeah, thanks for taking my call and helping out. Absolutely. Love you boys. Likewise. Call for life. Likewise. Hell yeah. Stay safe and stay weird, brother. They say, brothers. Oh, I'm loving tonight. It it I is awesome. Love when, the whole, it tonight. when the whole chat just kind of gets in and I gets to figuring out. This is this has been a fucking awesome night. It really has. Oh, I didn't even realize it was 9:30 already. I'll hold up Either. the envelope again for the remote viewing. Strange roads in here. What up, Mikey? Yeah, boy. Before I break this open, let's see what your see what your guesses are. What's in what's in the box? It's not a box, it's an envelope, but Oh, we got another phone call. You want to take it? Mm, that's up to you. We'll do one more. We'll do one more. Send it. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I got a couple ghost stories from my dad. Okay. Um, saving all my stories for the confessionals whenever I go on it. Right on. But, uh, yeah, so my dad uh, crab fished up in Alaska back in the 80s. And he had night watch and uh, they were going along and out of nowhere, uh, another fishing boat comes out right in front of him without the lights on. So he's looking down at the radar and he's not seeing anything on the screen, looks back up, another fishing vessel goes right by and then just disappears. So he went and woke up the captain and he's like, why didn't you get me? He goes, I've always wanted to see one of these things. Because the rumor is a lot of guys do see it out there. They see old fishing vessels passing by. But uh, that's one that just kind of stuck out to me as a kid, always hearing that one. So but, essentially uh, it was a ghost ship? It was a ghost ship. That is yep. fucking awesome. Uh, that is awesome. He's not one to really talk about this stuff either, so I'm always prying at him. But uh, when he was a kid, he grew up in Seattle, and uh, it was a haunted house for i think like three or four years he lived in it and uh it was he said it was just constant things going on in the house but uh one night when he was going to bed he jumps in and he looks down kind of like at the footboard and he sees a guy standing there looking at him so he grabs the covers and covers himself up he's freaked out then he hears the uh babysitter yelling so he gets out of his covers, the guy's gone, and he runs downstairs. And she's screaming that there was a guy standing in the uh, archway by the door. And so they're all freaked out and trying to figure out what's going on. Well, he was a big fan of the Kennedys growing up and collected a bunch of books on them. And uh, he knew exactly who he saw standing there, but he didn't say anything. Turned out who he saw was Robert Kennedy the night he got shot and killed standing in the bed. What? Yeah. 
But that house, <laughs> like the stories he has from that house, what? just if you were a kid growing up in that house, I don't know how you could do it for three to four years. Just be wild. They'd hear kids in the attic. There's nobody up there. Uh, my grandpa was in the Navy, had a naval bell in the backyard. He said that thing would just start ringing. No wind or anything, just screaming. That's so awesome. His grandma got locked in the bathroom. They couldn't get her out. They were trying everything to do to get her out. Couldn't get her out. And then the basement, nobody would go in the basement because they'd always hear moaning and see shadows. Just wild stuff. And the house is still there. Still exists. He went down there, but uh, it was like an old Asian lady. She didn't understand what he was saying, so they got out of there. But then he has one other story. He was a cop uh, working out in North Bend, up in the Forest Service areas. And uh, in the wintertime, nobody really goes up there because the snow gets really deep. But his job was to patrol all those roads and just kind of make sure you know nobody's stuck or going where they're not supposed to go. And uh, he ends up seeing a vehicle up there and walks up to it. He can see somebody sitting in there. So he's kind of looking around. They're not moving. And, uh, you know, come to find out the guy had a barbecue in the back of his car and killed himself by CO2. And then uh, his hands were, like, frozen to the steering wheel. So he's, like, trying to figure out how to get into the vehicle. And uh, he said he saw the hand move. So he's, like... Did I just see that? And he knows the guy's dead. Like he sees all the evidence of what happened, but he saw the hand move. And uh fire gets there to kind of help get him out. And he didn't say anything to him when they showed up. But uh one of the firefighters, when they're trying to get the door open, he goes, Did you guys see that? His hand just moved. And uh my dad goes, You saw that too, huh? He goes, I saw that before you guys got here. When they finally got in, they said he was frozen, like stiff as a board, hands on that wheel. So you guys saw it, but absolutely impossible for it to happen. That's wild. That is so weird. Yeah. Man, hearing all these stories and that makes me want to get out and and go. (laughs) It really does. Yeah. on my last uh, 40 and 50, the Alaska, I had actually had a story about an Alaskan ghost ship, but I cut it out because of time restraints. If we ever circle back and hit it again, I'll have to feature it on a regular episode. Yeah. It'd be cool to see. You know, it would. Absolutely. I think when you're trying to find it, it's not really looking for you, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I won't keep you guys. I appreciate have you, man. Guy. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Stay safe and stay weird, brother. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. What a night it has been. I have have really enjoyed it. So thank you, everyone, for hopping on with us and hanging out tonight. It has been a really, really good time. Yup. Um, I'll go ahead and unveil what's in the. Oh yeah, package. what's in the envelope? It is toast with peanut butter. Anybody, anybody got any last guesses here? Toast with peanut butter. It is definitely peanut butter toast. 
achievement. Fail. Just a just a molder poster iron on patch. Yeah, I literally have that hanging right in my room right here. See, all the signs were there, bro. It was the I I missed it. The universe was talking and I failed. Uh, I weren't failed. listening. But that was fun. Was, so was, credit to uh Eric and the Uncomfortable Podcast for doing that in his Discord. Yeah, great. Definitely go over there and check them out. Good time over there. Uh, check out all our other content creators in here hanging out. Uh, Burton, Local Legends, uh, Strange Road, Appalachian Intelligence, Paranormal Trucker. Tony. Tony popped in. Everybody go and support Strange uh shit content creators keep the weirdness flowing absolutely i'm i'm steve i'm buying cameras we're going all right i'm brother john domo cemetery x we're inbound let's go we need a helicopter we need somebody to distract the police Hmm. i could do that good we got it yeah It'll be, it'll be fine. But that brings us to the end of another night shift. Friends, we appreciate you all here. Love hanging out with everybody. Love the chat. Love that it was so interactive between the chat and the callers tonight. That, yeah, was, that was awesome. That was awesome. This is a really good night. I dig it. So with that being said, we appreciate you all. Oh, yeah. Troy's in here. Forgot to even mention that uh what is the name of your um into the abyss into the abyss yep check that out as well um and just keep it weird everybody please and thank you so until next week everyone stay safe out there everyone stay weird and pay attention to the repeating numbers in your life because it might be important